Right. Welcome back to another beta episode of Time Talk. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. Um, Strictly beta. One point. Uh, no, actually, zero point zero point two. The final beta. Ooh, final. Final beta. Okay. Final beta version ten. We should uh, step up our game then. Yeah. Um, then we we need to go to um. What's what's after beta? Alpha, beta, gamma. Yeah. That's right, alpha, beta, and then I don't, I don't know. People usually just launch after a beta. Nah, people still launch at alpha or beta. We we trying to take it slowly. I mean, like after after beta, oh. you usually go into into a full launch, right? True, true, true. Just... But you know, we 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 take things um at a measured pace. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Uh, we. That's why we release to like ten percent of our traffic or something like that. Yes. Um, just after you finish your beta. Yep. Listening over to a previous recording, I'll see. Oh shit! What's that? What's that strange sound? Is like, ah, oh, it's my fidget spinner. <laughs> oh god! So I was like, ban fidget spinner. <laughs> fidget spinning, fine. You know what? You want to fidget spin? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go grab my deck of cards and. No, <laughs> we're gonna have these. Sound in the background constantly. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Oh, Jesus. Now that you started it, I'm not sure if you can even hear it. I can barely hear your fidget spinner, though, I believe. Yeah, I could, I could just kind of... Oh, there you go. There it is. And that's because I'm rattling yeah, like... it. Okay, annoying things aside. Mm-hmm. What's your pet hate? Oh, man. This morning, I found a new pet hate. Oh, a new one. Every day is a new discovery. Yeah. I went, I went down to the post office to mail one of um, Steph's packages. Yep. And they told me that uh, it's going to cost twenty nine ninety five or in stamps, right? Uh-huh. Steph gave me $40 worth of stamps. Oh, wow. Now, <laughs> the problem is that each one of these stamps are $1. Yeah. I had to stick 30 stamps on this package. Surely there's something that you can just stick on and it's a, like a barcode and you can scan and it says, hey, this barcode is $40 worth or whatever. Surely you don't have to put in like 30 or 40 individual stamps. That's just ridiculous. I stood there for like five minutes just wow. arranging stamps in this package. Okay, stamps need to the size of stamps need to be um, need to correspond to the price. So if it's a forty dollar package, it needs to be a massive, massive stamp that covers the whole thing. Just like uh, they have to, you know, export SVG yeah. just so that scale a stamp graphic all yep. the way up. Yeah, you know, might as well just get two twenty dollar notes, stick it on the front, and get get it done with. Yeah, and and make it make it lickable stick. Oh yeah, that's what... <laughs> stick it on there. <laughs> Only it's massive, so you can. Yeah. Jeez, so you're there for five minutes, licking this massive stamp. Oh wow! And so, but you managed to post it in the end. Yeah, uh, it actually looked pretty good, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I tried to line it up as much as possible yeah. according to rules. But um, with with those packages, don't you usually prepay, and so you don't need to stick all these stamps? Like when when I've seen things posted in a larger box or larger envelope, you 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 pay for the size, and they've got you know 
set set prices between you know, this size to this size. They've got different tiers, uh, but yeah. I suppose yes, but the thing is, Steph likes stamps. She buys them. Oh, so okay. When I got to when when it get, comes to sending things, mm. uh, you need to use the stamps. Otherwise, you you paid forty dollars for stamps for nothing. Right. So I think in this yeah in this particular situation, she had the stamps. I had the price. Right. I had to combine. Sure. Um, wow. Yeah. Now I can't remember the last time I went to the post office to send something physically. It's been that long. Yeah. It's the thing is, she she buys things uh for her family in terms uh, of presents. Okay, and then ships back to Perth. Unless you're lazy like me, which I just buy them uh. and then get them shipped over to one of my siblings, uh-huh. and then they handle. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? Like you sending it directly versus you going sending it to your siblings first. Uh, well, the thing is, I send it directly to my siblings in Perth. Uh huh. So if I'm sending a present, if I'm sending a present for Tammy, I send I send it to Sarah. Oh, I see. I see. Right, right, right. Interesting. But she, Steph doesn't really have that option. She has uh, two parents and and a single brother. So, right. Uh, I'm not sure why she didn't just ship it. Uh, I guess why bother the parents with wrapping your gifts? Uh, it's still a nice gesture, even though you know that it's going to be ripped apart. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was one thing I did this morning. Um, I also picked up my own package, which turned out to be the the wrong size. Uh, in the end, huh? Got new earphone headphone pads and this oh, is one of those fancy like the replacement like one yeah yeah uh, it turns out i ordered the wrong size so fuck that oh, i see so that was that was my adventure this morning mm-hmm. um on top of that that wasn't the only thing that went wrong um jesus <laughs> i went to the asian grocery store right mm-hmm. uh, picked up some yakult and i wanted to get do you know those little white fish that you put on top of like congee slash porridge yeah it's like little salty fish. Oh yeah, in the kind of crowd. <clears throat> right. I didn't know what they were called, so the poor staff there who mm. are all Korean. I'm describing this mythical fish, <laughs> and they're like anchovies. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not anchovies, and they're like prawns, <laughs> like shrimp. And I'm like, no, 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 not shrimp. And they're like, why don't you go to that fridge over there that has a bunch of fish stuff in it and let us know if there's if it's in there. Turns out it is called dried, like, small dried anchovies. Yeah, I think they usually just categorize it under anchovy. Yeah, so I had never known that from childhood. Um, no one ever told me what they were. <laughs> and and so I got home, and then I grabbed a bunch of it. Mind you, I bought, you have to buy these at 200-ish grams. I don't need that much, but. Mm. Can you freeze them, though? Uh, well, they last for a year, so you just stick them in the fridge for okay. till 2019. Mm. Um, so I grab a bunch, I just put it on my porridge, and I'm like, I'm eating it, mm. and I'm telling my telling my family, like, oh look, uh, yeah, I grabbed some of this and I put it on my porridge, and then mom's like, did you fry them? I'm like, fuck, do you have to fry these? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and I'm like, it's too late. 
they're like, how does it taste? I'm like, I guess it's less impactful when it's not crunchy and fried. So she's like, you should YouTube how to fry these things. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, probably best. It's not raw, is it? Just boiled? How's it? Um, I'm like prepared initially. <laughs> I don't know. They're just dried mini anchovies. They're slightly chewy. Mm. Uh, you're supposed to wash them yeah. and then dry them and then put them in oil and and fry them. So if I get food poisoning, I'll know exactly what it caused. Ah, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Oh, interesting. So that was this morning's adventures. How was your week? Exactly morning. <laughs> oh, my weekend, my day. No, uh, I woke up and a normal time, as in normal, as in normal weekday time, which is unheard of on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Woke I up around like six thirty, I think, and rolling around bed, and like, uh, I can't go back to sleep. So yeah, I was just up at normal time, which I guess is good, healthy. But I probably need a nap later. <laughs> so did you feel more productive? Because every time I read those damn product productive books, they're like, wake up at five a.m. and you can get so much more done. Um, I guess I got more done for a Saturday. I'm not sure what more constitutes but yeah so uh what have you been coding lately uh just practicing react how are you finding it all right it's the uh just grasping the concept of the communication between the uh the components i find overly I don't know, wiring a lot of stuff, and is it really necessary? But I guess it is necessary, I'm not sure. Like, I just want to have two components or more components talk to each other, and just wiring things up to seem to take a lot of time. Yeah, I think uh, it solves a problem, but probably not at such a small scale. Yeah. Because if you have two components and you need them to, like, communicate with each other, mm. It's almost redundant to make two components. Yeah. Might as well just have it at a single page, a single component. Yeah. Mm. And then, but, but then you're not learning anything about state abstraction. Yeah. Whatever they call it, gobbledygook is. They have a name for it? I don't know. Ah, I'm just referring to what the word you just said. Oh. State abstraction? Yeah. Well, lately I've been using GraphQL. Hmm. And I think GraphQL also solves pretty, I mean, all the React stuff actually solves pretty niche problems that only happen at scale, mm. I think. Um, but the idea is that the front end kind of takes control of querying the data, the database um, instead of the, instead of like sitting around waiting for a new API, mm. you, you hit one API with a specific query for specific data. Um, and the, then, then they don't have to constantly keep making new endpoints for you to call just for just for specific pieces of information, right? Right. Um, and what's good about it is with React, it it pop, it maps whatever it got back into your component as props. So in the end, you'd want to have less. You'd want to be able to pick the amount of data that you want from the database. Otherwise, you'd have a massive. Uh, object coming into your into your props which you don't need um so yeah i think that's kind of interesting uh but yeah at a small scale you just why don't you have a couple of apis and you just call the api and then feed it into your component and then you're good to go uh 
<clears throat> but yeah, when you have a lot of services and even in microservice architecture, it gets it gets far too convoluted, I think. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if I'll ever use GraphQL for anything real, but it's there. It works. All right. Well, actually, that that that's a that's a really nice segue. Um, so the uh, China trip at the end of the year. Oh yeah, <laughs> completely unrelated topic. <laughs> Speaking of abstracting state to GraphQL endpoints and APIs, microservice architectures. China. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, China's gonna be great. Mm. I think. One of those things I didn't actually actually expect myself to want to do, but a lot of people are like, oh, look at rural China. Like, well, your wife. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, we we never thought of it. Like, but once you're there, it's like, wow, it's awesome. It's it's a, it's an amazing place. I've been at least told good things about the place that we're going. Oh yeah, that's good. At least it's, we've got we've got a balanced um uh, view of the place then. <laughs> Yeah, the the native uh, native of China has spoken great things, but I mean they admit that uh, you know Shanghai not, might not be the greatest place to go to, but that's where they're from. Yeah. Uh, I believe Fiona said you like Beijing is just a bunch of what Chinese bogans of some sort. Um, yeah, it was an interesting interesting experience, but vastly different from any any of the cities that we were at. Um, Still fun, nonetheless. Lots to see, lots to eat. Um, but uh, it was the main city area was definitely uh, not hospitable. To... <laughs> <laughs> not hospitable. As in the 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 environment. As in the whole. Um, what's the word? Vibe. The, the, no, no, not the vibe. The, the people are you know normal. They're fine. It's just the road. And the transportation ah. and accessibility to places that ah. was not hospitable. <laughs> kind of like Sydney. <laughs> you could say that actually. So yeah. Well, at least we're like Sydney's trying to become hospitable, but hospitable, 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 But I think they're not quite thinking through how to become hospitable. Bubble. We'll, we'll see how bubble it will become. <laughs> yeah, I mean, once the tram gets finished, like in twenty thirty six or something, and then <laughs> when you get to the end, the tram will be fixed. Yeah, I'm betting big money is twenty thirty six, and you'll be the mayor. I'll be the mayor. Yeah, and your your first order will be to rip it all apart. <laughs> hey, you know what's a crazy idea, guys? Why don't we put it in the sky? We shall well, call it the Sky Rail. <laughs> sky, yeah, Sky Tram, Tram Sky. Well, come on, if a Tesla can go in space. <laughs> yeah, that's our primary example. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the Twitter one uh, where everyone, anytime something really cool happens, like we put a car in space and, you know, the rockets self landed and yet we still can't edit our tweets. Um, yes, we cannot. <laughs> so the 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 was it Starman? It's going. It's heading towards Mars. I believe it's going to sit in orbit for how many million years? Did it say? 
as long as it it, it stays. Uh, let's and then it's going to shoot off to the um, asteroid belt. <laughs> but I think I heard or saw somebody say it's going to stay there for a million or billion years around the orbit of Mars. How does that work? All right, here we go. The Verge. It is a reputable news source. <laughs> of course. Uh, the, that's Elon talking about exceeded Mars orbit, kept going to the asteroid belt. Uh, excellent. How long will it stay there? Who knows? Roadster will make its closest approach to Mars in October 2020, coming within 4.3 million miles. I think it's just 2020. supposed to... 2020? I mean, that's the only time, yeah, we can jump on the car, uh, because 4.3 million miles is a... <laughs> is pretty close. Uh, the new orbit of the car you travel out, far out, farther out than the orbit of Mars, but not far enough to make it to the asteroid belt. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Verge says nothing about how long it's going to stay there. Interesting. I'm not sure what the... I mean, it's Elon. It's mm. just something... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I don't know how necessary it was. I don't know. People say it brings a certain sexiness to space travel, but I, don't, I still don't understand why he put it. Yeah, it's uh, very... um. He knows how to show off, that's that's for sure. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. look, we managed to launch the largest shuttle with well, a quarter of the price, but and might as well shoot, you know, a, a Tesla car. Yeah. His or, own. While we're at it. Yeah, his own. Then again, like a lot of people are like, Oh my god, it's his own Tesla Roadster, but I'm pretty sure it's the Tesla Roadster two? It doesn't. Does it look like it? I? Oh man, maybe it's no. I'm pretty sure this is Tesla Roadster too, because mm. if you watch this Tesla Roadster one up there, I'd be impressed. Wow. Uh, well, what's the one? Uh, buying a Tesla Roadster one is expensive. I see. As with all Teslas. Tesla Roadster one. Price Guide 2011 Tesla Roadster. Well, look, Redbook, how useful. I lied. He probably launched his own Tesla Roadster one up there. Mm. I don't know. So um, along with um, the Sydney trams getting finished in, in 2036 and you becoming mayor at the same time, I'm going to be bet, uh, bet big money that you'll be driving a Tesla truck. <laughs> yeah. Because, I think, I think, because you need the space to drive your Tesla truck, you're going to rip at the tram. <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's feasible. I even live in the Tesla truck, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I just need to grow one of those mustaches to go with my, with my semi, semi-driving look. Of course. A couple of tattoos. <laughs> $241,000 if you wanted to buy a Tesla Redster one, just by the way. So, yeah, he just threw that money in space. Wow. Well, billionaires do what billionaires do. Naturally. Wow. But yeah, I think uh, owning a Tesla Semi will be um, will be good. I think I could host some parties in the, <laughs> the Semi. 
if that's what people do with Tesla semis. Wow. Because <laughs> I was just watching this video about um, Emirates' new uh, first class, uh, mm. first class cabin, mm. and it's essentially a hotel room. Uh, you you go in there. They even like make the bed for you when you're ready to go to bed. Um, oh. The chair slides down naturally, yep. and then they come and make the bed with all the linen and crap. Oh, so you need to actually stand up and get off your yeah. seat. After there will be a separate bed. You, no, you, you get off. Yeah, you get off the seat. You come out of the cab, the, your your little room. And they oh. go in and they put it all together for you. Jeez, like a hotel. And then one of the things was like it, it. You can actually have kind of like a little disco inside because the light what? you can turn. The flash and turned colors and stuff like that. That's the last <laughs> thing you want to do on a plane, goddammit. You just want to sleep. <laughs> um, there's a large TV. I think they said it was uh, a 32 inch TV. Uh-huh. Possibly, possibly less, 27. Uh, and and there is a touchscreen monitor at your hand side to control the, the TV. So you've got like at least two monitors roll, rocking in this, in this uh, little room. Jesus um, Christ! So that that's fun. We should I should buy one of those planes? Um, Might as well. There's a bar. Uh, although this plane does not have a shower, uh, I have seen. Oh, I mean, I guess you're not gonna be on there long enough to warrant a shower. <laughs> but oh then yeah, that's true. you don't need a bed or a cabin if you're just going to be there for. Oh, yeah. actually, it might be a long flight, so. Mm. An international flight, I believe. So that's mm. why they don't have a shower. I think the other the other flight had a shower because it's international. I see. Um, but so last night we're speaking of travel. Mm. <laughs> talking about another trip next. Was it two thousand? I think this is two thousand and nineteen. Mm. Two thousand nineteen. Um, a trip to doing a big Euro trip for like a month. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, my Japan trip is supposed to be, well, I'm going to try and get it from April 1st to April 10th. Mm. Uh, so I was like proposing that we go straight into the Europe trip after I finish Japan. Yep. <laughs> that is a 13 hours flight straight. Uh, you can obviously have a connection flight somewhere, mm. but you can go from Havada to Rome, uh, Rome being the starting city. Mm-hmm. Uh, planning this uh for 13 hours and i'm like you know what <laughs> if i'm going that long i'm gonna i'm gonna go on business class <laughs> like through going 13 hours without being able to lie down uh, yeah like, um when we went to italy in two year 2000 uh first obviously went to from sydney to japan a, a night stay uh over at one of the hotels near um, the airport. Unfortunately, the few days before leaving, I had caught a cold. Oh. So, again, nine hours from Sydney to Japan, that was not not helpful at all. And then I kind of how long the, um, I guess it was 13 hours then, as you said, from the Japan to, I think we first went to Rome. Man, I was I was bedridden for a week. Oh, so shit. the only thing I saw in Rome was the ceiling of the hotel room. I could barely eat um, because of high fever and all that stuff and the long long plane ride. I saw oh, a glimpse God. of the uh, the Colosseum from uh, one of our shuttle buses from the hotel to the airport, but I was like just 
barely had my eyes open because it was all hazy. Um, so yeah, that was fun. That sounds exactly like my experience in Rome. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we went to Venice first and I, I foolishly, I'm not sure what compelled me and my sister to drink the tap water in Venice. Um, oh. Needless to say, it was, it was the worst decision of my life. Wow. Because we, we were on a tour bus. So we tour mm. bus to Rome. And of course, all, all the way on the tour bus, it was just a nightmare. Jesus. And then, uh, then exactly what you said, I spent maybe three, no, two days, two days bedridden. Mm. We were only there for three days. Yep. Um, so I saw nothing in Rome. Maybe the mm. fountain. I saw the Trevi fountain. Is that? Oh yeah. Thing? Yeah. So I thought saw the Trevi fountain, and that was that was my Rome trip. Yeah, I can't remember how long we were. I think we were there for two, three days, maybe. Yeah, in total in Rome, and yeah, just completely wasted. And then next we went to. Oh God, I can't remember where we went to. South. South. No, South. Uh, 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 um. Naples, not Naples. Yes, Naples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a bit better, uh, so, so I could actually walk around during the day with my family to sightsee. But I think it was on the first night. Went to a restaurant near the re- uh, uh, the hotel and sat down, and I was like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna throw up." And instead of going to the bathroom, I actually walked back to the hotel for a good ten minutes, and somehow I managed to find my way back. Oh wow! Yeah, and again, I was bedridden for a while, for a while. <laughs> well, when you're bedridden for a while, you 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 almost always lose your sense of direction, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the amazing feat that you made it back. Yeah. Well, see, so yeah, I need to I need to do a Rome trip again. Definitely didn't see anything. So that was kind of the idea, right? We started Rome because I hadn't seen Rome, but I I'm not too fussed about Rome. Uh, so. We'd switch to gears mm-hmm. um, because actually, if we started in Rome, we'd have to actually drive up to Paris from Rome. And I did oh. all the cat on my whole crap. It'd be like five nights of just you know, like going to on the way to Paris. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, screw that. Um, we start. Uh, I think the idea is. We do, we do, yeah, a tour of France and a tour of the UK, mm. and we do that. Yeah. Or we do we start with the tour of the UK, then we do the tour of France, and then mm. and leave it at that. Uh, twenty nine days of some sort. Right. So, <clears throat> so yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting if we actually manage the tour. But I mean, you know, when you plan something like that, you just buy the tickets and you fucking go. Yeah. Just gung ho. Yeah, I like I like people. If I say I like people, I don't like people. Who <laughs> just yeah? Who, just who does? There. Who likes people anyway? <laughs> yeah, who like who who likes people in the first mm. place? People are terrible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, people who say, "Oh, you know, I never have, and I never find time to go on holiday," but the the only thing that's stopping them is basically buying like they just don't buy the tickets. Oh yeah. Like, you know waiting for the right time and like there's there is no right or wrong time there's just a time mm-hmm. as long as you buy the tickets you will go yeah but yeah i'm i'm going to so many places 
Uh, wow. Singapore in June. Yep. China with, with you in December. And then uh, Japan in April. Wow. Yeah. And then, uh, and then the Europe trip, Euro UK trip is supposed to be September or straight after the Japan trip, whichever other people. Uh, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Yeah, so you're gonna drive around Europe? Ah, uh, no, we're not gonna drive. That mm. that got banned. We're gonna fly into okay, into, sure. Yeah, because yeah. driving driving would have been cool. Admittedly, mm. like a would have been cool yep. uh but then the question of do you actually want to you want to try driving in italy <laughs> oh no you don't no you don't yeah the resounding response was no no uh but yeah i think uh france will be fun we'll get to go to what the french riviera steph really wants mm. to see that yep and, and then all the way around france nice i don't won't be drinking any wine, obviously, but <laughs> there'll be plenty of <laughs> Just don't drink the tap water. Yeah, just don't drink the tap water, you know? <laughs> Can't make the same mistake twice. Jeez. Have you been to the UK? No, I haven't. The only European countries I've gone to are Italy and France. Huh, why those mm. ones? Well, Italy, first I went with my family, but we just, I just mentioned earlier, and then for our honeymoon, we went to France and Italy. Ah. Yeah, so we definitely want to go to Spain, Portugal, um, where else? Switzerland. You should go before Barcelona gets ripped apart. Ah, well, then we can go to Spain and Barcelona, two separate countries. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, continue. You were you were saying? Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, just you know, want to travel on most of Europe. Obviously, UK have this um strange um connection with Europe. Not Europe, sorry, UK. Like most of my the music that I like, they're all you know British bands. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. So Beatles, <laughs> yeah, Led okay. Zeppelin, Oasis. Blur. There you go. Kinks. All British. Really? And, um, yeah. And I just keep hearing how, well, what's the word? You know, dull and drizzly and depressing it is, but, you know, I'll definitely like to visit. Which makes it the perfect country for you to go to. Exactly. <laughs> I mean,. I don't naturally go outdoors, so hey, it's not like I'm going to miss out. Exactly. I've always fancied living in London, but mm. it's the most expensive place I've had. Really? And not, not just expensive, it's kind of like the only way to make it cheaper if you live with like four people. And I find, oh, yeah. that, I find that ridiculous. I don't think, I, I've never lived with more, well, granted my family is six plus six, including me. So mm -hmm. I have lived with five other people, but their yep. family. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I can five other, I don't know, semi-strangers. Well, you're sharing with, um, well, one person's not a stranger, but, you know, you have your three people there. Well, we're all strictly friends. I mean, I, I'd known Claire for the better part of three years. Oh, okay, then. Moved. Fair enough, fair enough. So, <clears throat> yeah. The... 
that London thing is kind of super on pause whilst <laughs> but I don't know if I'll ever live in London. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, it's expensive to live in Sydney, but it's something else to live in. Uh, I think London uh, buying other things is expensive as well. Ex- at least here you can kind of say. Let's see. There's a cool um, website called mm. Expatian. Expat- Expatian. And basically they give you uh cost of living in different countries relative to where you are so if i want to live in london london there's a london in ontario what (laughs) (laughs) autocomplete you know that's the way we learn everything so london is eight percent more expensive to live in than sydney um right wow okay Housing, 50% more expensive transportation. Wow, 50% more expensive transportation. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, monthly ticket public transport, $250 versus $162 for Sydney. That's mortifying. Wow. Never mind that it's 87% more expensive to take a taxi. And fifty nine percent more expensive to have gas. So there you go. And, and living in how's the like average wage compare? So what I've heard is that uh, it's like sixty five ish thousand pounds a year for us, for like our kind of level. Right. What's pounds dollars now? But I mean that's a that's one hundred fourteen thousand Australian dollars. Okay, that's comparable. But relative relative to how much things cost over there, mm. £65,000. Yeah. Um, so rent, monthly rent for uh, 900 square feet. Who has a 900 square foot? <laughs> uh, 40, uh, 85 square meters? I don't know, £1,735. So yeah, I suppose. Interesting. I mean, that's 3,000 Aussie dollars versus 2,706 Aussie dollars. So yeah. That's 13% more expensive. So one Australian thing. dollars is roughly 0.56 pounds. So half, more or less. 56 pence. Damn. For those reasons, never go, probably never going to live in London, even though it's cool. Wow. Um, Stay for a bit, but not live and work. Yeah. Do like a six-month contract and then try and live there. Mm. Wow. So yeah, have you ever wanted to live in other places besides Sydney? You've been in Sydney pretty much all your life, right? Yeah. Um, besides that one year in Japan? Yeah, well, that was just in Tokyo. Um, it would be good to live and work in Kyoto because we like really like the city. Um, mm. As a tourist, I'm not sure what it is to live there, but it would be nice to try. Um, but where else? Um, anywhere, really. But I've never had a strong, like a, a, a desire for a particular country. Yeah. Let's check out what uh, this thing says about Kyoto versus Sydney. Hmm. I mean, I really like to go to Germany. Oh, that's yeah. A, that's a that's another um like a, a um what's the word? 
spiritual motherland. <laughs> yeah. Because I went to a you know a German German school. Oh yeah, you you did too. Yeah. And that's so weird. <laughs> mm. Well, um, Austrian. Sorry, the the Steiner was Austrian. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to get that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more perplexed about how there's a demand for the Steiner school in in like this area. Uh, I don't feel like Chatswood slash like that area is overly filled with uh, Austrian German descent. Who well, it's not just get... for Austrian German descent. It's for people who want alternative education and people who are a bit on the hippie side. <laughs> Yeah, um, I have a contractor from Melbourne, and we we're just talking about um, uh, how he um, became a vegetarian. And he said, oh, "I just, you know, influenced from the school, went to a really hippie school." And as soon as he said that, I knew what kind of school he went to. <laughs> it was a Steiner school. I don't know what well, the name of it um, in 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 Victoria, but it was a Steiner education. I was like, "Yep." Exactly. Oh, and uh, some of the some of the parents at, at our school are so hippie. <laughs> so actually, it's twenty four percent cheaper to live in Kyoto than it is to live in Sydney. Awesome. So you just need to find a good paying job. Yeah. <laughs> how is how is food four percent more expensive? One kilo of apples. Is one hundred and forty-eight percent more expensive. Now that's the thing. People, Japan's not that cheap when it comes to food. It's quite comparable. Yeah, nine hundred and twenty-two yen, which is eleven dollars for one kilo of apples, and it's four dollars thirty. Okay, fruit is obviously cheaper here. No, that's crazy. I never yeah. realized. Mm. We did watch. We did. I mean, watch. We did walk by, <laughs> walking, not watching. Mm-hmm. Um. Some like little, you know, grocery stores. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we didn't. We we only picked up maybe a couple of things every other day. Like yep. It wasn't feasible for mm. uh, Steph to purchase fruit every day. Yeah. Which is, yeah, uh, I don't think she'll survive very long. A mm. <laughs> uh, basic lunch time mm. is. A thousand yen, yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's I mean, you can obviously go really dirt cheap and get pretty good stuff, but generally that's the price range, isn't it? Hmm. This is pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, Kyoto. I never really considered Kyoto. I always thought about you know if I were to live and work in Japan, I'd be in Tokyo, and it'd be the most horrible experience because I'd have a four by four tatami mat room uh, with no bathroom. You have to go to the <laughs> public bath. What? Serious? Well, there are some places where there is no shower room, so you have to go to the public bath to shower. Oh, no, I don't know if I can live like that. So you, you just have a toilet with that's connected to the kitchen sink or whatever. <laughs> Look, I I love Japan and I love the people and I love their minimalistic lifestyle, but that's just too far. Like <laughs> that's, that's outsourcing your amenities. Like, <laughs> yep, that's how they keep the price down. Oh, that's crazy. Um, imagine wanting to take a shower at 10pm and realising, ah, oh, fuck, the bathhouse is closed. Oh, I'm sure nowadays there are, there are 24-hour ones. Yeah. Or what some people do is they go to the, um, the manga cafes or the internet cafes where they actually have showers. 
What? I mean, some people live in internet cafes. That's crazy. I've never been to one, but apparently they're quite、um, well furnished and they've got all the amenities. So, yeah, there are people,、yeah. like obviously people who are working in、really, like, really low, low wage jobs and they don't have a home, they will live at, at manga or internet cafes because it's a few hundred yens a night. I'm not sure how much it is or maybe more.、Um, and you get toilet, shower, your own room with a couch that you can just browse in there. We've got internet, all that stuff. And, you, know, you can read manga. And there's a shower. Oh my god. Okay, so there's a, there's a name for this. It's called Net Cafe Refugees. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Netto Cafe Nanmin. Yes, yeah, yes, hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> that's adorable.、Uh, that, you should change your LinkedIn title. <laughs> Why? Front end developer and Netto Cafe Nanmin. <laughs> also known as Cyber Homeless. Cyber、yeah. Homeless. They are, they are. Oh, that's crazy.、Mm-hmm. These are pretty cool, though. I mean, when I went into、uh, a、um, capsule hotel, I didn't know what to expect.、Mm. But it was, it was pretty like, posh. Granted, I, you know, I picked a pretty good looking capsule hotel.、Yep. But going in, putting your luggage in, in an arguably unsecure, <laughs> insecure area.、Mm. Um, Picking up this bag full of just you know, the toiletries and like pajamas and just going to a capsule, and that's, that's it. They have the bathrooms, they have everything there for you. You don't have to look inside your luggage at all, you just have your mobile phone or whatever. Yeah. And when you wake up in the morning, you throw all that away, and then you, the, in the afternoon, you pick up another bag and off you go again. Yeah. The,、uh... Such a waste. <laughs> What do you mean, such a waste? I don't have to buy new pajamas. They do. Yeah, I guess so. I hope they, they, they、um, recycle it. Yeah. So... I just turned it inside out. <laughs> oh, God. It just reminds me of, like, I don't know. I think someone was saying in order to survive a really long road trip, you just l- let a little pee out, let it dry. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> gross. <laughs> uh, in uh... Japan. Digital wage slaves live in internet cafes. What a title.、Um, it's not much of a clickbait. It's, it's、uh, an odd exaggeration.、Hmm. For 1,500 yen a night or 300 yen an hour, you can have a private compartment complete with access to internet games, DVDs, comics, and an endless supply of soft drinks. You can get food as well. Do you think that. It, did they create this out of the need or have they. Created a need. That's a fair point, actually. There definitely are people who just are, you know, they can't afford a place to rent. And either because people just started roaming around these places, they, the, the, the industry thought, hey, we can actually cater for these people, make it a legit business. Yeah. yeah. Kind of half and half, I guess.、Hmm. I guess it's a chicken and egg situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've catered for like the small amount of people that, that needed it at the time, but then arguably they've made it so attractive that everyone just, you know, gives up. Yep. <laughs> it just lives there. Yeah. Oh, man. I, that's why I like Japan. It's got such these niche things that are just so interesting. 
If you think of some idea that's really wacky, just look to Japan and they've probably perfected it already. <laughs> I love the perfected. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not just they've started or they've already had that, they've perfected it. Oh, man. But Kyoto seems, seems like a good place. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a much more pleasant place to... Um, I mean, yeah, again, it's, it, we did walk a lot. There's obviously public transport and trains and stuff, so it's not, it's not like it's hard to get to places, but uh, it's, yeah. Yeah, I enjoy Kyoto more than, um, more than Tokyo as well. Mm, yeah. Uh, the readily available renting of bikes is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, um, next time we might try that. Yeah, we, we actually got an Airbnb. Arguably, we got an Airbnb that's a little too far out. Uh, mm. You can take a bus into the, into the central station. Yeah. Um, and that would be, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, 10 minutes, mm. I think. Are short, but at the same time, we also weren't taking very much public transport. We were, save, we were saving money on that front. Yep. So we walk. Mm. And walking is a bit longer, obviously. Yeah. But you get to see more. Yes. Uh, we, one of we, those, got, um, mm. we got a good experience out of it, but we wouldn't go back and do it again. Like, that's... Yeah. So we did use the public transport. We walked. We, um, we took bikes. So we did all of them. And mm. every, every one of those avenues was, was great. Yep. Um, our Japan trip was very much, we very much went in with the ideas that we walk one way and we take the public transport back. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and we got our first, we got, in, in Tokyo, our Airbnb was in Shinjuku. Yeah, Shinjuku. Mm. <laughs> we had to, A, walk into Shinjuku to get to the station in the first place. But we also walked all the way to Tokyo. Um, what? That was Tokyo uh, How long did that take? Um... I don't know. I can't a couple remember. of hours. Like an hour and a half or something yeah. like that. I mean, so I'm actually really... surprised you managed to leave at Shinjuku at all because that place is cray cray. Yeah, I really liked. I mean, there was like two or three arcade buildings there. So good. Mm. Um, but I mean, when we walked from Shinjuku all the way to Tokyo Central, um, we came across a lot of cool stuff. Like yeah. there was something, there were, there were some, uh, I can't remember the fifties jivers or whatever. They were just dancing around in the middle of nowhere. Sure. Really cool. Interesting. Yeah. They, they danced to fifties music and they like, uh, you know, the heel, the heel twist. Oh yeah. 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 So they're all just in their jeans, leather jackets, greased up hair and like <laughs> they're greasing. Ah. <laughs> I would expect nothing less in Japan. There's like 10 of them in a circle, just greasing. And you can wow. find, they have a YouTube channel and everything. That's hilarious. Would you want to um, go on the Mario Kart? Oh, that's, I, I would love to do it, but in, it's inherently very risky. Oh yeah, they got, uh, did, they got busted by Nintendo, didn't they? I can't remember if really? there was a lawsuit or something. Yeah, because they, they're using a trademark, copyright, you know, yeah. IP. And that Nintendo is obviously not benefiting directly. You know what? Strangely enough, I thought it was official. <laughs> not no. Nintendo. No. If it's that... Look, the carts, they're open. Like, there's no... Like, 
you, yeah, you're not inside a vehicle. You're just on a cart, which should belong in a theme park inside a contained space, not at what in the wide open road. Oh man, it's so dangerous. Yeah, but everyone looks like they're having fun. Everyone gets a free one. That yeah, co- co- colleague of ours um went to Japan recently, and he 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 him, him and his friend um did the whole Mario Kart tour, and he had a he had a ball. Hmm. Yeah. So one of the things that I never get for somehow, and I and I I say somehow, but I actually mean it's just my fault. Um, <laughs> we just never I just never got to go to the Ghibli Museum. I mean, I told you this one. I think yeah, the tickets hard to get from overseas. Well, that's the thing, though. So I went to the website, and there was a bunch of instructions, right? Yep. And I was like, okay, I tried to do it online, and they ran out of tickets. So I'm like, okay, cool. So my last ditch effort is to go to the kiosk, and the yep. kiosk also didn't have tickets for the day I want to go. Ah, Travel agency have the tickets. You can literally walk into a flight center and get them to organize it for you. Oh, really? Or, or you can go get your JR pass and the and and the. Uh, Studio Ghibli tickets from like a Japanese specific travel agency in Sydney, and yeah. they just bond together and give it to you. Oh, now you know. How did I not? How did I not see this? Yeah, well, now you know. So I'd like to go there again. It's a bit farther. It was a trek to get there. Oh yeah, where isn't is it in? It's to the west of the main Tokyo CBD area. Did we walk past it? I don't think you would walk past it. Holy crap, yeah. It's it's not exactly it, it, yeah, it's further le- further. It was west. it's quite far. Because we caught the train to Mitaka station and how mm. many transfers we had to do and then from there we had to catch a bus, like a special shuttle bus to Ghibli Museum. Was it painted like a cat bus? I think it was. Oh my god. <laughs> or maybe not. I can't remember now. <laughs> I mean, there was a cat bus, cat bus in the um in the museum, obviously, but I can't remember. I remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, Angel said that she wanted to, she wanted to go on it, but mm. there's tons. Of- yeah, it's uh, it's for kids. Yeah. So I found a picture. It's got a bunch of uh Ghibli like. Uh, characters on it, but nothing specific. Like, all right, you know the opening sequence of Totoro has got like bugs and stuff. Oh yes, yes, this. Kind of... Yeah, it's so it's even for Mitaka Station. How long is it? It's it's quite a quite a quite a way. Interesting. Yeah. So you'd have to go there with with absolute purpose. You can't just go oh, yeah on the way. Oh no! Hell no! It, it is a uh, what's the word? Um, yeah, I mean it's a twenty-minute walk from the station. That's not too bad if you want to walk around and see the area, which I'm not sure how special it is. No offense to people who live around there. All right, noted for future endeavor. Or nearby, there's actually an um, uh, a little pond or a lake where you can. Um, it's actually even I know the name. It's a popular um, like. Um, destination if you want to go on a little boat you know those paddle boats I think oh that's cool yeah paddle mm. boats yeah. I saw them pop up in in Darling Harbour um, oh really the other I think this was must have been a month ago now mm. but yeah 
for some reason they had these massive platforms in the in uh, closer to the shoreline of Darling Harbour, and they and it was like a massive. One of them was a massive flamingo. The other right. one was pineapple. Mm-hmm. Uh, very weird. And then they set up these paddle boats. Right. The, the, the pedal boats. Pedals, not. Oh, yeah, pedals. Like, what? I don't understand what you're celebrating, but it's a too early for Australia Day. Uh, B too late for Christmas. I don't understand uh, what they were trying to do achieve. And I mean, it'd be cool to have them out there for Chinese New Year. Mm. Uh, that would be probably nice, especially since the Chinese Garden of Friendship is nearby. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of which, Domain mm-hmm. has organized lion dances to come to your uh, to your office. Wow. <laughs> That's next level. Uh, yeah. The, they started the Slack channel for, specifically for the Lunar New Year. And I think they're trying to organize a bunch of snacks. Um, although it's getting pretty late. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Wow. Uh, so, well, the thing is, um, they asked first. They asked in the major channel, like, oh, we'd like to, you know, celebrate some... some we would like to be, celebrate being multicultural or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyone got ideas for Chinese New Year? <laughs> and right. I turned around. It's like, hey guys, should we suggest red packets for everybody? Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe a two-week holiday because Chinese New Year is two weeks. <laughs> yes. It, it, a lot of com- companies are um, promoting, uh, what's some call it, diversity in public holidays or cultural holidays. So yeah, if it's a cultural it's a cultural thing to do, then yeah, why not take two weeks off? <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna happen though. Yeah. No way. So no. of course I didn't suggest such things, but um they uh, one of the other guys was just like, oh he he didn't even say anything. He just typed in the chat, he goes, at Jeff does lion dancing. Fucking <laughs> 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 <A> troll. <laughs> I mean, you participated in a parade one year, two years ago, three years ago. I did, but that's one thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, line dancing is another. Yeah. Uh, well, better practice your moves then. Yeah. Are you going to be the leg uh, or the head? Well, it depends on how tall the other guy is. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine like a really tall guy um, as the leg. <laughs> because I would have to be at the front so that I can go on the shoulders of the guy at the back. Yes. But the person at the back uh, if they're too tall, mm-hmm. it just looks like a big ass. Oh, you just need to wear stilts. <laughs> yeah, if being a lion dancer wasn't hard enough, I'm going to be on stilts. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the the thing is it opened the floodgate a little for mm-hmm. everyone to be like, you know what, there's a beer day in Belgium, right? Oh, we should celebrate of course there would be a beer day in Belgium. I'm not surprised. No offense to Belgian people, but... Yeah, I'm. I'm also not surprised. But now they're gonna try and and get a beer day, uh, uh at Domain, and and then people just started trolling. And yeah. I I don't know. Like this person was relatively new to the company, so I'm not sure if she knew they were all trolling. But oh, uh, right. they went to Wikipedia and said like national holidays, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, national holidays, and went just went down the list yep. of national holidays mm-hmm. there are some pretty ridiculous ones yep uh, let's see wikipedia 
Should we celebrate Golden Week? I'm Japanese. I'm entitled. Yeah, and Children's Day. Children's Day, Green Day,、um, Sports Day.、Um, uh, what else? What else? What, what, what random shit do we have?、Um, We've got, you know, people work their asses off, like work until they're like turned into ash. But people do get quite a lot of、um, public holiday in Japan. That that comes back to the whole like did like it's sad that we had that we have this need,、um, mm. but we can't stop now. Yeah, <laughs> everyone works so damn hard. The New Year's Day, coming of age day, Foundation Day, Empress Birthday. The vernal equinox day. What? Yeah, sounds legit. Living things. Yeah, we've got we've got random shit. Green greenery day. Yeah, yeah. Midori no hi. Commune with nature.、Uh, marine day. Umi no hi. Yes, we do have we have that too. Mountain day. So we should beach day. <laughs> green day. Well, that's Green Day.、Uh, does Green Day perform on Green Day? <laughs> I was gonna say a similar joke, but you beat me to it. So there you go. Here's five cents. Ah,、uh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot of days. Autumnal, autumnal equinox day. You just celebrate all the equinoxes. Yep. Does the emperor get two birthdays? No, that's his legit birthday. The twenty third of December. Oh wait, this one's pending. February twenty third. Oh, for the for the, the the prince when he becomes emperor. Oh right, yeah, Crown Prince Naruhito. Yeah, well, I had no idea that was his name. Chrysanthemum throne. Serious? Throne's called a chrysanthemum throne. Well, that's the um, come on, the family crest. Ah,、oh, I used to drink a lot of chrysanthemum tea as as a kid. Oh yeah. <laughs> as a related note. Hmm, completely related. Um, we actually have a family crest that I、um, didn't know up until we went to my、uh, the Totsuka family's gravestone in Japan. Wait, what? It? It's、um, three folded bamboo leaves. Three folded bamboo leaves. Yeah, they're they're pointing downwards. Actually, no, well, they go up, but they fold downwards. I think that's our crest. Yeah, had no idea. Did they fold into like a semi triangle? Kind of. Let me see if I can find a photo. But yeah, that was、Golden、pretty cool.、Leaves. So now you can get shirts made. Can do, can do. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I represent Totsuka family. Yeah, you can get a really cool sticker made and put it on your on your laptop. Can do. Now that you've mentioned it, ideas, ideas. Change, change, change your TT symbol into. <laughs> Well, I need to incorporate it to my TT. Yeah, I mean, you could fold bamboo leaves into、yeah. a T somehow, maybe. Did I mention that Dad was so impressed with my logo? He's like, "Oh, make one for me too." All right, yeah. What would he need one for, though? Just I don't know. He just wanted it. <laughs> What's your dad's name again? Which name? <laughs> If you're doing a T and a T, is his name's initial like? Okay, you want you want to know how confusing it is? There are one, two, three, four, five people, exclude including our you know cousins that know the our、uh, relatives with TT as their initials. Ah, <laughs>、uh, yeah. 
There you go. Um, oh. oh, I can't find. I don't think took the photo of our family crest. But I think it was three folded bamboo leaves. Was that your shrine, your family shrine? Oh, it's like our family gravestone. Because each family um, generally has their um, crests um, carved on the, the, the gravestone. Hmm. I, yeah. I don't think we have a crest. I've been to a few graves. Uh, our graves in Malaysia are more like you cremate them, put them in a pot. Yeah. You have like a hole in a wall. Yeah. And you put it in and, and then like there's a whole grid of people. Yeah, I went to one. It was, um, it was quite remarkable. I mean, the sheer volume. Yeah. And then the, the particular graveyard that my family is in, there's a massive dragon in the middle. Uh, I think you can walk in it and there are some like graves in there, wow. which is amazing. Um, I should take a picture, but yeah. you know, it's unlikely I'll ever go back to Malaysia. Oh, <laughs> so close. Well, not really. Well, from Perth it is. <laughs> yeah, from Perth it's great. <laughs> yeah. You're halfway there. Uh, I think my sisters are trying to, well, I think the last people that went up was my eldest sister and my youngest brother, mm. but hopefully they remember where the graveyard is because, or where our family is because yeah, our parents might be buried there. <laughs> so, <laughs> Surely there's like, like a directory, like you have at supermarkets and libraries, initially surnames, this to that, that grid. Well, my parents took like spent at least, I think the better half of an hour. Mm. try and find the the graves of their parents i'm like right. spending so long what hope do we have finding I the place up? yeah i can't remember if i saw a documentary or saw it in real life but i kind of have this vision of people going in there to a touch screen punching in some names and it will spit out you know aisle <laughs> seven grid a or whatever and then That'll As be, in, like, that's next level. Graveyard, because that, that would be cool. Like a what, sorry? As in, that would be a real graveyard interface, or? Yeah. Well, on that grim note. <laughs> we are approaching an hour, actually. We We've are approaching gone. an hour. Just over an hour. I think, I think this one went very well. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, it was good. Ready for board games? Oh, uh, next week? Yes. Um, oh, shit. I'm not yeah. looking forward to the long game, but I shall see. Don't worry, you won't even notice the time. Uh, yeah, that's a thing, but yeah. Um, as long as it doesn't ex um, make my brain explode. Mm -hmm. mm. It sure will. All right. oh, I shall look forward to it. Actually, if you play a really passive game and um, you don't get involved. Yeah, if you don't get involved in the fights, then you have less to think about. And right. you can still gain more or less the same points. Interesting. Uh, well, I'm a pacifist. Being... I'm passive. Yeah. I'll be fine. It's based on Japan, so you can definitely play this a passive way. Yeah, but I'm not quite Japanese. I'm selectively Japanese. <laughs> In this case, select Japanese for this game. Mm, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I think this one went really well. Yeah, I think uh, less editing to do. Yeah, it's if basically. any editing. Yeah, I'll just cut out bits that we probably like talked over or repeated ourselves or whatever um are you recording no not recording. okay all right cool uh, there are some bits that glitched because of the internet but it should be fine excellent yeah should should do this in the same room
yeah, we should, but hey, I can't be bothered getting off my seat, my chair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. All right. See All right. Cheers. Bye. Bye.